stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. The idea of a, a national pharmacare program is, you know, maybe that's a conversation Canadians need to have. Is that something we, we expect our healthcare system to provide? Right? We live under this notion that we, we don't force Canadians to, to go out of pocket for health care. Well, unless you need prescription drugs, then you're on your own or more or less on your own. Or maybe you got a good plan at work. Maybe you don't. You know and what? Maybe we don't need the government getting involved in this. There are those who feel maybe they should. That access to medicine is no different than access to health care. But here's the thing. The, the liberals aren't actually delivering a national pharmacare program, or at least not now. Right. So, the, you know, the, the idea of here's something maybe we'll run on in the next election to try to talk about this as though it's in the budget is pretty ridiculous. So, but that's what you got the federal finance minister, Bill Morneau, they're talking about today. So they're going to have a, uh, a committee study the, uh, the idea. Isn't that uh, typical uh, Ottawa business? Speaking at an Ottawa news conference today, here's the uh, finance minister. Workforce challenges have changed over the last 20 years that uh, work's been done on this, but it's dynamic, meaning that more people find themselves in a position where they might not have care through their employer uh, at uh, points of time during their career. The cost of pharmaceuticals has changed dramatically over the last 20 years. Okay, so what are you going to do about it, right? I mean, this is just, we're talking about this weird hypothetical that might be included in the government's plans at some point in the future, although, as others have pointed out, I mean, the Liberals have been talking about pharmacare going back to Jean Chrétien's time as Prime Minister. So I think there's enough folks out there who say, look, you're not going to fool me again. You guys just bring this up, I guess, when it's a convenient distraction. So, yeah, I mean, look, if, if you want to do it, it's going to cost a whole lot of money. Now, the NDP are probably going to be pushing this in the next federal election, but I suppose at least they'll be honest to ad- in admitting that, yeah, we're going to need a lot of dough to pay for this, so we'll raise a bunch of taxes. I, I don't know what the Liberals plan to do, but I guess they'd rather us uh, talk about this, this hypothetical instead of what's in the budget or not in the budget. It's a pretty thin document, as Andrew Coyne says. There's really not a lot here. As I mentioned at the outset, though, a lot of talk today, not about the budget, but about this mess that the Trudeau government has created around this India trip and the mess that they continue to add to, even though the prime minister is back home. Now, this came up yesterday in question period. Opposition leader, conservative leader Andrew Scheer asking a very pointed and logical question of the Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, will the Prime Minister tell the House whether or not anyone in his office arranged, organized, or participated in the media briefing provided to reporters that included the allegation that the government of India was somehow involved in his embarrassing blunder in India? Right, Honourable Prime Minister. Mr. Speaker, I can understand where the opposition finds this difficult because for 10 years they uh, used uh, the the professional public service uh, for partisan ends. Uh, They torqued the public service every possible way they could, and they do not understand that our professional Nonpartisan public service does high quality work, and when uh, one of our top diplomats and 
security officials uh, says something to Canadians, it's because they know it to be true. Okay, so it's that last sentence. That's what matters. The rest is just kind of typical partisan barbs being thrown back and forth in the House of Commons. But if a senior civil servant says something, it's because he knows it to be true. Now, we've since become aware that the person at the center of all of this is uh, Daniel Jean, or Jean, who's Canada's uh, deputy foreign minister. So this is apparently the uh, senior security source, who, as uh, Terry Clavin uh, describes it in McLean, showed up in the news media out of nowhere last week, the preposterous conspiracy theory to explain why a former Khalistani terror group member convicted would-be assassin and Liberal Party fixture Jaspal Atwell was showing up in India on Trudeau Gala guest lists. So for the Prime Minister to say in the House of Commons, if somebody like that says something, it's because he knows it to be true, that would seem to be, wouldn't it, an endorsement of this theory from the Prime Minister himself. Heading into caucus meeting today, this is what the Prime Minister said. I don't think anyone will be uh, surprised to hear me support our professional public service and the great work that Canadian intelligence services do. Okay, so he's defending the... uh, bureaucrat who laid out this theory he's defending those who were supposed to have been involved in vetting attendees at these events everybody's doing a great job except for this backbench mp who's been thrown under the bus over all of this uh clearly the government of india is not impressed and and this is where you know we we should really cringe because it's one thing for us to have these debates here at home to have our own opinions of, of how the prime minister's doing. But again, we, we went to India. We sent the prime minister and a government delegation for an official visit to India to try to foster better relations with a very important country. If you've got that country putting out statements like this, it seems to me that you've actually made things worse. And if this is being noticed elsewhere, then we got a big problem. So, the uh, official Ministry of External Affairs, the government of India, released a statement today. In response to a query regarding invitation to Jaspal Atwal, official spokesman Ravish Kumar said, quote, We have seen the recent exchange in the Parliament of Canada regarding two invitations issued to Jaspal Atwal by the Canadian High Commissioner for functions hosted in honour of the Canadian Prime Minister in India. Let me categorically state that the government of India including the security agencies, had nothing to do with the presence of Jaspal Atwal at the event hosted by the Canadian High Commissioner in Mumbai or the invitation issued to him for the Canadian High Commissioner's reception in New Delhi. Any suggestion to the contrary is baseless and unacceptable. Now, diplomatic terms, that's very, very strong language. And that's a pretty strong rebuke of this silly theory that the uh, government of Canada has not only floated, but doubled down on, and the prime minister himself having endorsed. How could this get any worse, you might have asked a few days ago? Well, this is how. This is how. This, this ridiculous passing of the buck where nobody wants to accept any responsibility, certainly not the prime minister or any of his top officials, it's somebody else's fault. And in this case, we're pointing a finger of blame at the very country just a week ago we were trying to foster better relations with. What on earth was the point? We would have been much further ahead if the prime minister had simply stayed home last week. 
So instead, we've got all of the expense of sending all of these people to India, and we've actually made the situation worse. So congratulations, guys. And again, to, to even to accept this conspiracy theory that there are rogue elements in the Indian government that don't like the fact that in Canada some of these Sikh separatists and extremists uh, seem to get free reign. So we don't like the Canadian government because they tolerate this, so let's embarrass the Canadian government. We'll kind of look the other way and let this jaspal out well into the country. Well, then that's it. That has nothing at all to do with whether this guy was invited to any of these receptions. It'd be like if you were having a big party at your house and your wife was in charge of the guest list and somehow she overlooked the fact that a prostitute was on the guest list. If you invite the prostitute up to your bedroom, that's on you. It's not your wife's fault for her coming to the party. It's your fault for inviting her upstairs. So the fact that this would-be assassin was invited to these official Canadian events is the fault of those who invited him, not those who may or may not have allowed him to come into the country. Much more to get to in the program today. It is time now for Great Ideas, brought to you by Park2Go Value Valet. No need to search for an empty parking spot with door-to-door drop-and-go valet service. Reserve and save at park2go.ca. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.